This episode of the F1 Girlies is recorded on Ngunnawal country. We pay respect to the traditional custodians of the land and to their elders past, present and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey everyone, we're back! Surprise! <laughs> Hello, I'm Mick. I'm Geneva. And we are the F1 Girlies. Yeah, we are. Welcome back. We're back in your ears. And if you're new here, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the welcome. chaos. As chaotic as Charles Leclerc's second last lap. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I love how they were like, no risk, no risk, no risk. <laughs> and I'd be yelling at the team and be like, there's risk. There's so much <laughs> there's risk. risk. <laughs> and then he locked up. Oh my gosh. Oh, honestly, that race felt like what 2022 was which was why when I started watching it especially the first 15 laps I was like this is what last season was like yeah I'm so glad everyone who's started watching this year can finally experience a real race even if it was for 15 laps it was good but even and like heartbreaking but then even the battle between like Checo and Carlos like that was amazing as well and like Charles and actually seeing the Ferraris perform for a change it was really fun to watch I felt like there were battles left right and center everyone was having a little battle like it was amazing that for the majority of the race we actually had the camera on the first four places right yeah instead of like the middle and then you know how just all of a sudden Esteban just (laughs) just oh my gosh everyone is like no one knew literally I felt I felt like Esteban was that guy from Home Alone and we all went on holiday. <laughs> yeah. It was, and we just forgot I about it. Everyone was like, it was only when the commentators mentioned that Esteban had DNF so that we were all like, like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor Esteban. And poor Yuki. <laughs> Do you want to know something crazy, which I feel like someone made up purely just to like keep the buzz alive, the Monza curse? <laughs> What? But I don't know where I saw it or where I read it, but someone was like, apparently Max's car stopped working. And if Yuki Sonoda hadn't have DNF'd at the start, Max wouldn't have been able to finish the race. Stop. <laughs> and then I've seen so many memes where it was just like Yuki Sonoda taking one for the Red Bull team. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I feel like the curse is broken, guys. Like yeah. it's broken. But the new curse that's in town is the Nico Rosberg curse. What's Apparently this curse? it's you know how he's been taking selfies in front of garages? <laughs> yes. And then whoever he takes a photo of doesn't win or doesn't come on pole. So he took a photo of himself outside Max before Max didn't get pole. And then he took a photo apparently in front of the Ferraris and was just like, go Ferrari before Stop. the race. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Which is that funny picture of where McLaren was just like, no Nico allowed here. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we've got Nico, we've got Lewis going shirtless, someone getting fired. Oh, There's too much there's so going many, on. So many curses in F1. So <laughs> many Max curses. And Max just coming around, just breaking them all. <laughs> Literally. I love how in a post-interview, he, like one of the interviewers is just like, do you know that you've broken the record, like this is massive, it's never happened before. And he literally was just like, that's correct. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Max. <laughs> Classic, yes. Classic Max. We do have to congratulate him. This is an oh. absolutely like incredible 
record to break and we're living it. I think this was definitely a defining moment where all of those people who are like, oh, Max isn't like a goat, like it's only Lewis and stuff like that. But I think we're actually witnessing too, you know. Like I feel like this has really solidified Max as a greatest of all time. For sure. Like F1 athlete. And I don't think anyone can dismiss that. Regardless of what your personal feelings are for Max, I think we all can accept that he is incredible. He's so talented and well-deserving of those 10. Congratulations, Max and Red Bull. And then Kelly was there and I was like, yes, we love love. (laughs) So good. I also just really love Monza. I just love the track. I just it's love such the an atmosphere. I feel like we need to go to Monza one day. I say this like so like, oh, yeah, let's just go to Monza. Guys, I can't even afford to go to Queensland. You know what I'm saying? But like it would be a dream. It would be quite amazing. Like it truly is such like the Ferrari love. You just yeah, feel it. so good. So I just good. I loved it how – well the boys did as well on their home turf like it just felt like that extra energy like they were both really excited and like even Charles in his poll interview and how he's like oh yeah you know I only got third but I'll take it whereas in previous weekends he would have been like oh no I'm really disappointed but for this he was like I'm really happy that you know Carlos got it but like both of us are up the front there like it was really really nice but gosh those final few laps I was like boys (laughs) stop Stop fighting Don't each other. Don't hurt each other. <laughs> I was like, this could go so pear-shaped This so could quick. go so badly <sighs> so quickly. They could have both gone off track. It could have been horrific. Especially that Shakeem. Because who took out who? So there was Checo. Every was second Charles? lap was just like <laughs> going off. Giving the place back to Carlos. And then we had Lewis who took out Oscar. Yes. Oh my God, Oscar. And then I believe Liam took out Oscar, um, or did Oscar, Oscar take out Oscar? Took out Liam. Oh, oh, oh wait. Well, and then Oscar we had faster than Liam. Sergeant took out Bottas. I don't know. I don't know, but there was a lot. There that was happened. too much. There was a lot of collisions. Ah, uh, the and honestly. I feel like after the race, like specifically I saw Oscar and Lando's interviews, they both looked like they were going to cry. I just Aww. wanted to give them a hug. Like honestly, I think that was quite a rough race. And same with Liam. He looked like he had just gone through the emotional ringer. He did but such he's doing an incredible so job. I'm just like, dude, do not beat yourself up from not getting points. Like yeah, you're doing great. I, I really am curious what's going to happen with Liam now. Because he's essentially just taking over for Daniel until Daniel's better. Yeah. But who but who knows? And and speaking of this, I wanted to bring this up. Can we all give a one year anniversary to Alex Elborn's appendix? Because Yay! without oh my God, still Alex losing his appendix a year ago, the whole domino effect wouldn't have happened for us to get Liam Lawson <laughs> on the grid. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because it was Around this time, Alex got his appendix out and then... Just casually. And then Nick took over for him to, yeah, as the reserve driver. That then opened up for him to gain a seat, which then he lost, which means Daniel, which equals Liam. Like, it's just so weird, the domino effect. I really hope Daniel's okay. Yeah. I need to see him back. It sounds all positive. Like, everything that's coming out is saying he's doing really well. And they expect him to be back really soon. Yeah. 
there's still the talk of if Liam will or will not be at Singapore. Yeah. So it will be interesting. I would really like to see more of Liam, but I guess it's just – but it's this awful thing of just like if Liam is on the grid, that means one of the boys is yeah. off and I don't like that. So – and we still have to get Mick back on the grid. Like it's just – yeah, there's a lot. But did you see – speaking of Alex's appendix, did you see the interview where he was actually talking about how they put him in the same room this year? And he had to request for a different room. <gasps> because yeah. he was because of just, just feeling like traumatised. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Well, good on him. For I would be the same. I'm like, this is a bad omen. <laughs> this has like, bad I need to say it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I feel like it was a very emotional race for a lot of people. And I feel like it's good because I feel like there really was a lot of battles. It, it was, you know, it was a fight for that. For the points, for the for the front line, it for was the podium. Such an enjoyable race to watch. It really was. I feel like I can only count a handful on my hand that are, will be memorable this season, and Monza yeah. will definitely be one of those. For sure. Yep. Because is Singapore next? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Which is why it will be an interesting question of whether Daniel comes back because Singapore Feels is supposedly the hardest race in the season. Because, yeah. you know, they're on a different time schedule. It's night time as well as just yeah. like the humidity. I love a night race. Yeah. I do love a night race. To us, it's just the exact race. same time that we usually watch, even an hour earlier. <laughs> love it's a night always race. a night yeah. race for us. <laughs> it's always a night Those race. Those 1am feels are just like, oh, oh. gosh. Stay awake, stay awake. It kills me. <laughs> I've had to – I don't like to admit it, but I have had to watch the races in the morning, guys. My body can't handle it. I feel like every now and then – I reckon people, even when they watch in the afternoon, have a cheeky nap when it's a boring race. Surely. Like sometimes you just can't help it, you know. You just got to do what you got to do. And it's a long engines, season. It's just like white noise in our ears. Just I'm also very excited for Lewis to finally announce his contract extension. Yeah, it's really nice. I do love this duo of George and Lewis. Speaking of that duo, I really love that at the same time they also announced that Bono, Lewis's race engineer, has also extended his contract as well, which I'm like, this is just such a cute little family. It really is. I know. I love it. I love Mercedes. (laughs) And then Toto's there. Oh, my gosh. So speaking of Toto, after the race where he was like, these numbers are just for Wikipedia and no one reads this. I was like, shit, Toto is back There's and I'm not ready for the fire. so much, like, sass. Yeah, from both. It's like that one comment from Lewis, which I don't know, if you actually watch the interview, it I feel like it's been blown out of proportion. And then, of course, yeah. I got Christian Horner to comment, which then escalated the situation. Oh, God, <laughs> it's just Christian. Like this tit for tat sort of thing with Mercedes and Red Bull at the moment. It's like, guys, oh, calm God. down. <laughs> But I like bet like trying to survive not, is like, yes. It's like Lewis kind of isn't wrong when they, they pulled up the stats because they were talking about it prior to, I think it was um, qualifying. And they were just like, yeah. if you look at the statistics, Lewis has driven with three world champions as his teammates, <laughs> whereas Max hasn't. 
So yeah. it's, it, I think it was just like that point, but it was just yeah. like, yeah. But then it's like, <laughs> the boys are fighting again. <laughs> well, I don't like it when they fight, but I do like it when they fight, you know. If it's like a bit of Christian Horner drama, like I'm oh, living for it. Christian always loved Abby's two cents in there as well. He, loves, so he does. He loves to stir the pot, and I'm honestly here for it. I think Netflix is too. Oh. I saw this thing as well, and it was um, the ex Ferrari team leader. Oh, yeah, Matteo. 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 Exactly. I don't know. But apparently he was coming. (laughs) Matteo Bonotto. And apparently Netflix was filming him arriving somewhere. And then everyone was like, he's back. Yep, he's He's in the Alpine episode. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that as well. Someone was like, they end the footage so that they, you know, preempting him taking over. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I'm here for it. (laughs) I love him. I love him. I need him and Gunter reunited. But before we do the scenario, I have one update for everybody. Oh, my God, why? Speaking of the Daniel Ricciardo erotic fiction. Yeah. So it turns out that the author is not a woman (laughs) and that the whole thing is actually a satire. Written by a man. (laughs) (laughs) I love this even more. It's so crazy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I just love I'm too afraid to read it. Because I'm I'm looking up like information because again, Tony, the wisdom of all things. I um, love go check Tony. it out again. She does an incredible TikTok talking about this. But apparently F one, who were the who's Dak Shepherd's podcast who originally got Daniel Ricardo's reaction, they mm-hmm. followed up on the story. Um and they found the real author, who is a man. <laughs> Who wrote the novel as a satire. And I just love this because it's blown up, you know, in Australia. They spoke about this on the project, you know. So random. Fox Sports is talking about it. Like there's been so many outer newsletters covering the story as well. So for it to now be stripped back and it's just like – it was just a satire this whole time. Like, <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. I um, love it. But there's just a little update for everyone. As I said, if you want to learn more about it, go watch Tony's video on her TikTok. It's so funny. Tony has the best nails too. Oh, just everything about that Tony. orange. <laughs> I love Tony. Tony, we love you. Um, but I really want to talk about laser tag. Oh, this is my segue. It's been a very long time since I've played laser tag. Did you ever play it as a kid? I think a few times. Yeah. Like, I think I went to like one birthday party where we played laser tag. Very intense. Um, but my question to you before we have a cheeky break is which four drivers now we can't pick the same. Okay. Drivers. Okay. So which four drivers would, would we choose for our laser to tag. be on our teams? Ooh. Okay. Um, so have a cheeky mm. think. We'll okay. have a break and we'll get back to it after. It's like we're doing a schoolyard pick. I love it. <laughs> I know. Okay, guys, we're back. Who are we going to choose to pick first? Do we need to do rock, I paper, was thinking we do uh, – oh, rock, oh, I was like, I'm just going to flip my, oh. my lens cap. <laughs> but rock, paper, scissors sounds fun. Okay. Okay, ready? Yep. Wait, how do you do it? Do you go scissors, paper, rock, and then I'll rock you show? Scissors, paper, rock. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay. I can't see what your hand is doing. <laughs> oh, okay. <I> was- <laughs> okay, ready? Okay. Scissors, paper, rock. 
Okay, okay, we're, we're tired. Okay. And scissors, paper, rock. Oh, oh, okay. Geneva gets to pick first. Oh my gosh, I'm under so much pressure. Okay. My first choice. We're just picking four, is that correct? Just picking four, okay. but you can't choose what the other yes. person has chosen. Yep. So, it's so this like is where it gets very pick. stressful. Yep. Yep. 100%. Like it's stressful. Friendships are broken. Okay. Um, I'm going to choose George Russell. Oh. Okay, that's okay. You didn't yeah. take the first one I wanted yeah. to take first. Yeah, because I just feel like he get one, he'd go into like super competitive mm, yep. mode and he'll be like very like. Yeah, I, I can see that. He'd rally the troops. He'd be, he'd be like, we've got a game plan. Rally the troops, <laughs> exactly. I feel like in any emergency situation, I need George, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our, okay, our king of the, the lost island that we're on. I think we're, literally. <laughs> um, I'm choosing Oscar Piastri. No! <laughs> yep. Yep. What? I have a very strategic thing that I'm not going to announce to you now until I've picked all my okay. four. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Oh, Dan, I'm going to pick Oscar. Okay. Um, I will pick Yuki Sonoda. Interesting. Okay. I feel like he'd be very aggressive in a laser tag situation mm-hmm. and I need that aggression. I feel like we're going for very different vibes, but I'm okay with oh, that. Okay. <laughs> um, my next pick will be Voltri Bottas. Oh, this is a very interesting vibe. Mm. Very chill. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I will choose Fernando Alonso. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be strategic. Now, do I pick? Do, oh, now I'm like I f- have a feeling. I have a feeling that the person I, the people I want to pick, there's a very good chance you might pick one of them. So I'm like, which no. one will I be sadder to lose? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have we done three yet? We've done three. three yes, I am picking. Okay. I'm going to go with the Lewis Hamilton as my third choice. <laughs> 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 he was okay. gonna be your next choice, wasn't he? <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. I will choose. Oh my gosh, the silence is just like <laughs> it's killing me. I'm gonna go with. This is very difficult. Pierre Gasly. Oh, very interesting. Yes, this is a very interesting lineup. Ooh, okay. My fourth and final, Max Verstappen. Now I'm going to reveal to you my choices. Yeah, what in the world? We will be silent but deadly. (laughs) We won't be joking around the corner like Pierre Gasly and Yuki Sonoda. (laughs) We will be silent. We'll have a game plan because thank you, Bottas. And you'll attack. And we'll attack. Damn it. I'm just like having a good I was time. Also pure very aggression. Close to picking Alex Albon for my team Lando. as well. Oh, oh, interesting. See, no, Lando's too. He's too cheerful for my team. <laughs> my last thing is Will. Will hitting someone with a microphone to oh, get out of the way. I didn't see that. When did that happen? So someone was like about to walk past. I don't know who they were. They some sort of VIP or someone. Anyway, doesn't matter according to Will. Has the microphone and he comes in front and he just like <laughs> was this sort of stabs This was a jury of people. Was it? <laughs> yes, it was. Well, like the the classic Martin Brundle pit walk situation, but it was Will. 
Well, I don't actually know when it was. I saw this post race. Oh, okay. You're being but wrong. it looked like a pre-race situation. <laughs> but he just poked them in the shoulder. Classic He was Will. like, get out of the shot. Have you seen that Do really in my shot. beautiful interview between him and Lewis? I can't remember when it was. I have a feeling no. maybe it was last. It would have been last week. Where he just, Lewis just like comes up to him as if they're like old pals and he's just like, how's Aww. it going? And Will's just like, That's good, nice. how was your summer break? And then Lewis looks at Aww. him and he's just like, no, seriously, Will, how you doing? And then Aww. along the lines, it turns out Will has a six-week-old baby, which is why Lewis was oh asking God, how he was what? doing. Yeah, it's such a Congratulations, sweet Congratulations, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Will, a father. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine him saying to the baby, you want to be at the front of the crib? <laughs> No, Will is such a character. We love him. Um, but what a I also soothing saw... voice to read you stories as a child. No, you for know? sure. Lucky baby. Yeah. Um, I also saw the sweetest interview with Lewis and you know how they have all the kid interviewers yeah. now for yeah. the channel? Yeah. And at the end, he's like, thanks, sweetie. Or something. I was like, yeah. oh, Lewis. Lewis is so Stop. <laughs> love Lewis on his interviews. I so just, relaxed, like, so chill. Do you think Lewis will ever have kids? Because I need that era of like dad Lewis. I don't know. It's such a good question. Because there was that that. interview recently with Alonzo where they were just like, oh, Mm. you've clearly had to sacrifice having a family to be an F1 driver. But then again, knowing Lewis's kind of relationship history, that it's like, I I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Look, at the end of the day, though, the guys can have kids whenever they want. Very true. So who knows? (laughs) Yes. Who knows? Maybe Fernando will be like, oh, lol, just had a baby. Yeah. I'll be like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I could definitely see a, like a really nice Lewis and his dad era, you know. And I just thought like Lewis hanging out with like Kevin and Nico, mm. like it would just be such a vibe, like with the dads <laughs> yeah. of F1. It's so sweet. It's so wholesome. <laughs> I'm living for it. So good. Oh my gosh. When like George joins like the dad crew. Oh yeah. my God, I'll be living. There's a few drivers living. where I'm like, when you guys enter into dad zone. It's going to be really nice. <laughs> it's going to be so sweet. Like I just Max, can't. even though I count Max as like a dad, I feel like when yeah, him Max and Kelly, is a dad to me. if they ever have their own children, I feel like Max again yeah. would be like r- r- cool, cool dad zone, you know? I feel like that too. I love him and P together. They're so sweet. Yeah. That is a really sweet family dynamic. I love it. But yeah, I think that's all we have time for. I think so too. So thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this Thanks far, as always, team. <laughs> and we'll catch Honestly, you. Honestly, thank you. <laughs> next week, when we talk all about Singapore and our Singapore, our dreams and wishes for Singapore. <laughs> Literally, though, and hopefully, we'll be there next year. I just can't believe Fingers how crossed. quickly the season's just flying by. I can't believe it's September. We're entering Christmas season. I know. I've seen a few TikToks what already. In the world? <laughs> like same. It's Get like some Christmas bacon for you. <laughs> It's like, uh, uh, like you know, so like the, that sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did a really bad impression. No, I, I knew what you were talking about. I swear <laughs> I can sing, guys. Um, but yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah. Catch See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>